The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. All right, Zach, district championships on the line. Three Mac red teams, two games this Friday night. We're in it. This is fun. You look at the way it's shaken up, you know, who would have thought you'd have two five and four teams one of them will guaranteed win a district championship and move on to the next round just a few weeks ago we were talking about is stevenson going to make the playoffs and now they are hosting the district championship they were three and four not that long ago and so it's a it's a fair ask in fact we'll talk to stevenson titan head football coach justin newcomb he'll join us in a few minutes we will get to our heidelbright chevrolet playoff picks for both of these games that has mac red action but zach before we do any of that i want to take a look at what might be a little preview action here yeah i want to look at davison lapeer and cash Tech and Fordson, because since you look at the bracket, I believe Eisenhower draws the winner of Davidson and Lapeer, and Cass Tech and Fordson would play the winner of Dakota and Stevenson. Yes, so we know that one MAC team at least will be going on for the next round because Correct. we've got two going head to head this week. So we want to look ahead at their potential opponents right. as well. Because a MAC team will play either Cass Tech or, or Fordson. Fordson. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully we see another red team going up against the winner of Davidson and Lapeer. So we're doing this as a little uh, service for you guys. I know we don't know a lot about the teams, but uh, this is a little preview. Give you a little taste of what could happen. But we do know a few things. I mean, certainly, certainly we saw Davison last week and what they're capable of doing. Guys like Brendan Sullivan, guys like Latrell Fordham. I mean, this team has athletes and, you know, they're really able to solve Romeo's rush defense, which isn't easy. And this is a rematch. This game between these two went into overtime earlier in the year. In fact, it might've even been double overtime. It was double overtime. Lapierre won that game. And, you know, we know how difficult it is to win two games in a row that are that close. Right. Now, I know Stevenson did it, but I still think those games are coin flips. Yeah, and, and Lapierre, I mean, they only had one loss on the season. So this is something where Davison, kind of like what we saw in Dakota and Chip last round, Davison knows what they have in an opponent of Lapierre. These are no surprises. We saw how Romeo got surprised by Davison, didn't necessarily know what they were going to get, Davison knows what it's, what it's getting in Lapeer. So yeah. this is going to be a, a close game. And going into it, if Eisenhower makes it past the next round against uh, Lake Orion here, that's going to be a tough game no matter how it shakes up. These are two good teams, and we've already seen that Davison can beat one of the better teams in the red. So I think they're pretty confident right now. I think they're going to... Uh, Look at Lapeer and say, we can beat these guys too. I think Davidson's riding high too, Zach. I'm, I'm taking the Cardinals. Part of it's because I saw with my own two eyes what they're capable of doing. I haven't seen Lapeer play this year. I know that they're a good team. To me, the proof is in the pudding. And the only pudding I've had is Davidson flavor. And we saw that home run ability in the playoffs, Zach. It just, to me, makes 
all the difference. And I mean, you saw it. There was a moment in that game where it looked like Davidson was going to collapse. And instead it became one of the most spectacular touchdowns I've ever seen. And they never looked back and they won that football game. Davidson could go on the road, win a playoff game against Romeo at Barnabo. So there's no reason why Davison can't go on the road to Lapeer, take them down and move on. I think you're going to see Davison match up with the winner of the Eisenhower Lake Orion game as well. I think that's going to be your next round. It's going to be on Lapeer to solve that Davison defense guys like Phoenix Dixon. I mean, he's their catalyst, the linebacker, but yeah, I'm taking Davison, my Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff pick district championship. I'm taking Davison over Lapeer, and then we want to look at the other side of the bracket. Yeah, Cast Tech and Fordson. You look at Cast Tech, you look at their record, and you go, Ugh, yeah. right? They're Barely five and four. In. But then you look, I mean, Raheem Anderson, Kalen and Kobe King, Terrence Enos, Nate Briggs. I mean, they got a solid squad. These are some of the best players in the state. Yes, yeah, so these kids will and go they're all over play. the place. They, these kids will go on to play at the next level in some way, shape, or form. And Cast Tech, if you remember, Cast Tech was actually the team Romeo beat in the uh, state, state title championship game in 2015. So, and, and look who was on that team, guys like Donovan Peoples Jones, right? A Michigan wide receiver. Cast Tech is always, no matter what their record is, whether it's five and four, nine and zero oh going in, they're always going to have athletes everywhere. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. But then if you look at Forts and Zach, they're, they're no slouch either. I'm going to throw a name out. Throw a name out. I'm going to throw a name out there that y'all have heard before. Antonio Gates. Ah. How about Antonio Gates Jr.? Oh, there's a junior. There is a junior, and he's one of the best wide receivers in the state, and he's only a sophomore. So, I mean, yeah, Fordson, I believe their only loss came to Belleville, and, you know, a lot of people are under the belief that Belleville is the best team in the state. They're certainly one of the best teams in the state. I mean, the technician's record doesn't reflect the talent that they have, but I think the tractor's record does reflect how good they are. I'm taking Fordson. I think this is going to be a great game. You're going to see talent all over the place, high energy, but my Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff pick is Fordson. I'm taking Fordson for a district championship. I agree with you. I don't know a lot about either of these teams. On pa- I mean, I'm just looking at what I have on paper. I think Fordson's rolling, though. I mean, the, eight and one. But, you know, you you mentioned Belleville, and this is the only reason why I bring this up, you guys. If you're looking for another game to keep an eye Ooh. on, you've got the Belleville Tigers at ten and zero going up against the Woodhaven Warriors also 10 and 0 for their district championships. So you have two undefeated teams right now going up against uh, each other head to head. So check that out. I mean, just put that on your radar because that's a, that's another exciting one that's floating out there this weekend. Go to the cast tech and Fortson game. The athletes that you'll see, it's a different, different class of football for sure. Bellows loaded. Cast tech is kind of, they, they barely scraped in by the seat of their pants for this playoff. We've Uh, seen what happens when you have the athletes. Look at Dakota. Look at Stevenson. I mean, Stevenson's surprising the world right now too. Yeah, hosting their uh, their district championship taking right Fortson? now. Yeah, I am taking Fortson in that one. I just don't see Cast Tech being able to hang with them for the whole game. I think they're going to go ahead and win their district. Zach and I, in agreement on our Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff picks, we're taking Davison and Fortson to move on to the third round of the MHSAA playoffs. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to hear from Stevenson head coach Justin Newcomb. More the Mac attack just ahead. With three locations in Southeast Michigan, Arden Jake's provides the community with the best dining experience. Whether you're looking for a quick lunch, dinner with the family, taking the kids out after their team sports, or drinks and cold beers with friends while watching the game, Arden Jake's has all you're looking for and more. Enjoy Arden Jake's delicious food with prompt and friendly service and a fun-filled family atmosphere. With over 70 TVs at each location, you'll catch all the sports action along with private TVs in the booth that'll help keep the young ones entertained. 
find. You'll see why Art and Jake's has become the go-to spot in Metro Detroit. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Art and Jake's. Well, Zach, one of the most, I don't know surprising is the right word, but we looked at Stevenson all year long and we wondered if this was just going to be, was 2019 going to be just like 2018? And for a minute there, it looked like that was exactly what was going to happen. But all of a sudden, you know, they went from three and four to hosting a district championship game. Justin Newcomb, he saw so much potential in this squad, even early on. His energy in August, man, it was wild. We were talking to him early on before the season even started, and, you know, we really liked what he was putting out there. The brand of football that he's trying to create and the culture is very reminiscent of those powerhouse teams and those programs that Stevenson had in the past, and, and they're carrying that with them as they go into their district championship game at home this Friday against Dakota. Forget what Zach and I say. Justin Newcomb will tell you for himself. Coach, you and I talked at the before the season even started about meaningful football and how in the previous season you all wanted to play a meaningful game and you did. What does it mean for you guys to not only win a playoff game, but I mean, you're hosting a district championship game. Talk about taking the next step. Yeah, I tell you what, it's been special for our program and our community. Uh, we feel like we've been in the playoffs ever since week eight at Anchor Bay. Uh, we get done with the Chippewa Valley game, and we're sitting as a program at three and four, and we have a little session with our team about how we need to come together the final few weeks of the season. And the playoffs really started then, week eight. And boy, do these guys battle. And to see us these few weeks later hosting a second-round district championship game at home, just a credit to how hard these guys work. What was the last week of the regular season in the opening round of the playoffs to to play a team like that twice in a row as close as it was both times? And I know it's not this simple, but Zach and I talked about it. It almost felt like they were coin flips just because of how close they were. How did you prepare for that second game against Mott? You know, as everybody knows, it's so hard to beat a team twice and especially a team like Warren Mott, so well coached and so many dynamic athletes on the field. And we felt that after the week nine game uh, and then we felt we drew them again week 10 of the playoffs we had to continue to make adjustments because that's what you need to do against those teams so whether it's a different look a different wrinkle and how we go about our base we had to give them something new to, to go over and uh, you know it just so happened to work and, and we we're excited where do you think this team has grown the most you talked about adjusting but where do you think this team has grown the most since the beginning of the season where have you guys taken the biggest step confidence Confidence has been huge for this team. I think before you go in, you talk where, as a program, we need to be playing meaningful games, chance at the playoffs, get in. I, I think it's all good, but you're talking about a senior group that ever since they've been at Stevenson, they don't know what the playoffs are. They, they've never experienced that. So it's one thing to talk about it. Yeah, coach. Yeah, sure, coach. But then to actually experience it, and, and we're sitting there like week nine, like, guys, you can do it. It's right there for you. And then we're down at halftime at week nine against Mott that last game of the year and the kids just believe and they believe and when it happened it was like a light switch that we can do this and and they finished strong the second half of that week nine game and they come back week 10 and and the belief is unbelievable and I say that's where we're growing the most you know I don't have to tell you this coach but Stevenson in the past has been just a dominant program and you mentioned the senior class really having no experience and you can go back several years of senior classes not having any experience I think that was the first playoff win for the Titans in a decade what is that like to at least begin to restore the glory that was Stevenson football I mean at one point in time this is one of the best programs in the state I mean, the energy, the atmosphere, we're sitting there in that playoff game and, and we just got done winning that first round playoff game. And 
on the sidelines. We got Coach Rick By there, former head coach. We got Coach Jerry Lodgeness, who's a former defensive coordinator, and, and the other coaches that used to coach with Rick back in his prime. And they all said, this is fun. This reminded me of old school Stevenson football, the way things used to be. And to hear them say that coming from them in that moment, it was just a really cool, cool uh, moment there. You've talked about energy and confidence, but you know, you, you tell kids to act like you've been there before. And, and these kids, this is a new experience. How do you think they're handling it? I mean, they're probably a little more confident after last week's one, I would think. Yeah, I told the kids, you got to enjoy this. You got to enjoy this because this doesn't happen all the time. And just because it's happening this year, that doesn't mean it's going to happen again next year. I go, enjoy the ride. Yeah, we're happy to be here, but but we're not content yet. There's still a lot left for us to go ahead and seize, and uh, the kids are enjoying every minute of it. Well, that's one of the things we talked about last week, Coach, that as great as this is for Stevenson, this can't be the accomplishment, right? This is what has happened. Now the goal has got to be to win again. Yeah, absolutely. You got to keep keep changing your best. We keep telling them, change your best. Raise the bar. Just keep playing and control the things you can control, and let's see where this season takes us. For the second week in a row, you're going to play a team in the playoffs that you've played in the regular season, and Dakota certainly no stranger. What needs to be different this time around against Dakota? Well, I tell you what, Dakota, boy, they got athletes on athletes, and uh, they got a great line, and Coach does a good job over there, and Coach Bauer. And, uh, you know, last time we played them, we got stumped 40 to 14. And uh, we weren't able to stop the run. We weren't able to run the football. And for us to have a chance in this game, we got to do those two things. I remind our kids every single day this week, we gave up over 300 yards rushing against them in that first game. That has got to change. And, and we're a different football team uh, than we were that week when we played them. Completely different, both from an offensive side of things, defensive side of things. We got all our guys back healthy for the first time in a long time. And, uh, you know, the energy has got to be different. Stevenson head football coach Justin Newcomb. Stevenson hosts Dakota this Friday, 7 o'clock, with a chance to uh, win a district championship. Coach, a wonderful season, uh, regardless of what happens going forward. Thanks for the time today. Hey, thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. And, you know, Zach, that's one of the things that you do notice about this team that Justin Newcomb repeated over and over again. Confidence. Confidence. They're building it. They've been in the playoffs since week seven, they said. That was such a, uh, He's right, a good point Couldn't that lose. he made where he was saying, you know, this team, as far as they're concerned, playoffs were already starting two weeks before yeah. the, the official kickoff because they were playing for their playoff lives. And they, they did exactly what they set out to do. And I think this team is really focused right now. If, if this was three weeks ago and you told me Dakota was matching up against uh, Stevenson in the playoffs. Well, we saw how I, it went the first time. I thought it would be, you would think it would be an easy pick, but like Justin Newcomb said, this is a different squad than what originally matched up against Dakota early on in the, uh, the Mac red play. So these games are, they're going to be much closer than they had been when you saw the Stevenson team go up against Dakota. Well, that's one of the things that I like about this game, Zach, it is a rematch, but these two teams are wildly different than they were out of the gate. And so you're going to see both of these teams, even though Dakota did play well in that game, it was 40 to 14. We'll get into this, but I think you're going to see both teams play a lot better than they did in that early season game. Absolutely. And not like there's a lot to choose from this week, but because of what Zach just said, we got to make this our Art and Jake's game of the week. We're going to jump into that. We'll have our Art and Jake's game of the week. We'll break down both playoff games involving the three Mac red teams coming up. 
Heidebright Chevrolet is proud to sponsor the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. Your friends at Heidebright know what it takes to field a winning team. Good luck to all Mac Red playoff qualifiers for Northern Macomb County's only locally owned and operated car dealership. Owners Kurt Heidebright and John Boyce are lifelong Bulldogs, but their support of high school sports extends to the entire Mac Red area. Heidebright Chevrolet has all pros at every position, from the all-new Silverado and Blazer to the top-selling Equinox and Traverse, plus a reliable pre-owned vehicle for every budget, superior service, and the area's highest-rated body shop put Heidebright at the top of the standings. Visit Heidebright Chevrolet at RomeoChevy.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All right, Zach, we're guaranteed at least one more round thanks to our Art and Jake's Game of the Week because it is another Mac on Mac, red on red, Dakota at Stevenson. Talk about Mac Attack. I mean, it's more than just the name of our podcast here. The Mac Attack is what we have going on right now this Friday when these two teams go up against each other for the second time this year. You look at the first one, Zach, it was all Dakota. Dakota. I mean, it was 26-7 at the half. At one point, it was 40-7 to in the third quarter. And Dakota, as we've said, as we've seen, Dakota has the athletes. They have the weapons. I mean, you look at Jadavian Stepney and that whole cavalcade of running backs. I mean, they had 300 rushing yards in that first game. That's unbelievable. That doesn't happen in high school uh, football often. It's not often that that comes up. I'll guarantee you this. If that happens again, you'll see about the same score. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't either. But Dakota is firing on all cylinders right now. They're still riding high from that victory last Friday. I guarantee it. These guys are still. But they've got to be past it, though. They can't. Well, I don't think that. Not that they're not past it, but at the same time, the confidence confidence level is through the roof right now. And they're using that to their advantage as they go and take on the Stevenson team. But the only thing that would be in the back of my mind if I'm Dakota, the same way they went back and redeemed themselves against Chip and got that victory. Stevenson's going to be looking to do the same thing. And I, I think their chances are just as good as Dakota's were for upsetting chips. So they better watch out. Both of these teams are playing their best football, but Stevenson has really picked it up the last few weeks. I mean, Nick Wingfield has 10 touchdowns in the last three games. We talked about Stevenson's ability on the offensive line, guys like Giovanni Ohati, and we wondered, like, when does this click? You know, starting to. When are we going to see the push? And we are starting to see it. The defense, guys like Sal Madonna, the defense playing better the Cougars are scary. If you look at the, just the weapons that they have, but here's the thing. Can they do it again? We, we have not seen Dakota consistently play. Right. And, and so that's going to forth, right. You know, that can they maintain? Well, and that's, I think that's where it comes down to uh, how coach Bauer is prepping his guys for this week. How are you getting in them into the mindset? Like you said, they might be riding high on the wind, but you got to reel it back in and focus and not take Stevenson lightly. This is playoff football. This is a district championship. You are playing for not just yourselves at this point. You're trying to bring a district championship to the school. It's not a consistent thing that happens with football. I don't know when the last time Dakota won a district championship. Well, we know that it's not been in the last two years. So this is a, a chance to really build on that program and bring back the calling of those Dakota teams in the past who won back-to-back state championships. This is where you need to be if you are this Dakota team right now to say, hey, we have a legitimate shot of making a deep run because I think they do have that opportunity, whereas Stevenson, even if they were to get this win, 
I feel like Fortson is just going to be way too overmatched or for them. And they're, either or, one of them. Yeah. I mean. So I, I think Dakota long-term has a better chance of going deep into the playoffs. We never questioned Dakota's depth or talent level. We never said, where are all the good players? And, and it's not just been... Because we know they're there. And it's not just been Stepney, right? You look at guys like Love. Matt Love's having a great... You know, was stepped in at times to play quarterback also at times making plays in other capacities wide receiver special teams you look at the way Drosky has matured the way he's grown throughout this season and the same thing for Jordan Ramsey across the way at Stevenson these teams have grown I think this is going to be a really good football game I don't think you're going to see at all what you saw last time no and I think these are two teams in Dakota and Stevenson, these are the caliber of teams that we thought we were going to get at the beginning of the season that we never, you know, they were overshadowed by what Eisenhower and what Chippewa Valley were doing, even what Romeo was doing early on in the season. Romeo had a great start and they just didn't, uh, fizzled out at the end. But, uh, you've got these teams in Dakota and Stevenson who at the beginning of the season, the red was anybody's. I mean, everybody had chip at the beginning, but we knew those other four teams were going to be a toss up and they're one of the last few standing here. So this is going to be a matchup that is just the Mac on Mac crime that's happening here is tough because I wish we could keep both of them alive, but one of them's got to go. I got to take Dakota just with the way they're playing and the consistency that they've had on the tail end of the season going in, beating Chippewa Valley impressively. If, if Coach Bauer keeps that. It was decisive. That, yeah. If his team no goes doubter. out and plays like that again, Stevenson is not going to know what hit them. We said, if you can beat Chippewa Valley in the Valley, you can beat anybody anywhere, anytime. It's wide open. Not that you're going to win all of those games, sure. but you, you know what it takes to beat one of the best teams around. We talked to Coach Bauer before the season started. He told me that he was tired of losing to Chippewa Valley in the district championship game. They beat him in the pre-district game. So all of the things that they wanted to do are still ahead of them. Despite going five and four, this team can still win a district championship. And I think they're going to. My Heidelbright playoff pick is Dakota in our Art and Jake's game of the week. Well, really quick too. If you think about it, Dakota beating Chippewa Valley, that was the highlight of the season for them. But if they don't win a district championship as a result of that, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if you break it down into more football terms, it's like if you force a turnover, you got to score. Right, because you got to make it count. You got to you got to compound. You got to compound and build on your success. Zach and I both take Dakota. Harder by Chevrolet playoff pick. Art and Jake's game of the week. And I, I really do think that this one is going to be all kinds of entertaining. And Zach, I think on the other side of the bracket, Eisenhower on the road at Lake Orion. I love these matchups of the of the MAC and the OAA. Again, with Lake Orion, the same. Both of these teams finished in second place in their respective red divisions. These two teams, week in and week out, play difficult schedules. No surprises. You may not be familiar with each other, but you know to a certain extent what you're going to get. High caliber, clean football. Both of these teams are so good right now. They're, they're both just in their hot spot. Eisenhower, I say this every they week. They couldn't be they, playing any better. They've, they've just impressed me to no end. And you're going up against a Lake Orient team that only has one loss in the season, but I don't think their schedule was nearly as tough as what Eisenhower was looking at. They did lose to West Bloomfield, one of the best teams in the state. I mean, you look at West Bloomfield, they're the Chippewa Valley minus the opening round upset. Well, and aside from that though, you know, just their division play isn't what the red is. It's not the same thing, what they're going in up against week in and week out. And we have a comp. They played Rochester Adams who Eisenhower did as well. And that game was really tight. Yeah. 
It so was tight. So Ike is. I got a really soft spot for Ike right now, where I'm just really hoping that they continue to execute and and just stay on this path. Keep playing this kind of football because they shut out their opponent last week, right? Yes. So come on. I mean, that defense. They beat Rochester Adams 24 nothing, and it, Lake Orion needed overtime to do the same thing. I'm looking for another big defensive stance from this team, and I think they're going I, I to do it. I think they're going to. Right, jumping right into the pick. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm, we can keep talking. I, I didn't. It's not official yet. It's not official yet. I just like the way they're playing. I mean, I'm sorry. I, Why would you apologize? The defense is just excellent. It is unreal how well the defense is playing. And then, Zach, you look at the offense. They have figured it out. The offense isn't the caliber of the defense, but they're playing as well as the defense is right now. You know what? If you Even if you shut the team down, if your offense doesn't pick up, that's still a 0-0 ball game. And Rasti has come through for his offense, and they've really just been showing that they can play on both ends. You know, hey, all the talk is about the defense. Not so fast. Our offense can perform as well, and they're leading us to victory too. Just pulled the lead course, so not so fast. You look at the way that Eisenhower's played, and you're right, Zach. I think Eisenhower is by far the most complete team left in the draw. Maybe not maybe not all the way across. Again, you look at teams like Belleville. You look at teams like West Bloomfield, where it's just stacking town on top of each other. Powerhouses. Yeah, and, you know, Eisenhower is a little different. You know, Zach, you referenced in one of the episodes last week about the Pistons in 04, and though I, I do dispute to a certain extent, people say, oh, that team had no superstars. Like, eh, it pretty close, right? I mean, guys, yeah. well, I mean, guys like Rasheed Wallace or even Richard Hamilton and Chauncey Billups at times, but I get it. There was no overwhelming standout on that team, and you look at Eisenhower, and it's like that, too, and, yeah. and that gives you the ability to, when one person is off or when two people are off, it's okay because you, you can spread out the responsibility and, and shoulder the load. Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think outside of Anchor Bay, this is probably the team with, as far as player names go, we probably name dropped the least uh, aside from Anchor Bay because there have been the standouts on some of the other teams who have just been getting the work done week in and week out. But it's like when you're going through these stats as the Eisenhower coach and, and calling it into uh Come Daily, for everybody. Yeah. Who, who am I giving the, the game ball to? I don't know because you have so many people, but that's team football right there. That's what creates the longevity and the deep runs is that you are just working cohesive and you are getting the job done as a team. And I think they continue to do that. I mean, Eisenhower's defense is going to get tested. You look at Lake Orion's running back, Kobe Manzo, over 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, Blake Lauer, uh, you know, a solid quarterback. And I mentioned that this Lake Orion team needed overtime to beat Adams. Here's like the flip side of that. They lost to West Bloomfield by seven. They scored 52 points on West Bloomfield. The problem is they gave up 59. <laughs> but, but still, if you can score like that, against a team like that. Eisenhower's defense is going to be tested. You know what, Zach? For I sure. think the defense is going to be tested. I'm going to put this game a little bit more on Eisenhower's offense. Okay. And I and I think that they're going to be able to do it. You look at Rastig, three touchdowns last week, two to Barker. Hard to stop that on top of what they can do defensively. The Dragons, by the way, awesome. It is cool. I mean, you it's don't awesome. see that very often. And by the way, I, we didn't, I didn't mention it, but Lapierre, they're the lightning. That's also awesome. But the Dragons weren't clean last week, and Eisenhower, they're just rolling. My Hunter Chevrolet playoff pick, I, I'm, I'm with you, Zach. I like Ike. Yeah, I'm not going to go against Ike at this point in the season. And They're just playing know, too well. And not only that, I, I hate to be the Macomb guy, but I want to see two Macomb teams battling it out next round. I, my hopes is, are to see the winner of Stevenson and Dakota Cougars take on uh, well, they still got a little bit. So here's the way this would work. No matter who wins between Dakota 
and Stevenson, one of them is going to play either Cast Tech or Fortson. They will go on. Right. If Eisenhower beats Lake Orion, they will draw either Lapeer or Davison. Now, in those games, if they each win, then you get the Mac on Mac. It would be whomever, Dakota or Stevenson and Eisenhower, and that would be a semi. And so that would guarantee you a spot in the finals. We'll get there. We're a few weeks away from that. Both of these games, Zach, 7 o'clock. Dakota is at Stevenson. That game out in Sterling Heights. Eisenhower on the road at Lake Orion, 7 o'clock on Friday. We'll be back in your feet on Thursday. We have a special episode with Stevenson running back Nick Wingfield, but continued help on social media, Zach. It's one of our favorite things. We need it. We don't get a lot from Eisenhower. Let's get a little more info for those games. That would be fun. That would be much appreciated. Yes. Calling all Eisenhower fans. Yeah, you you Shelby Township locals. Help us out a little bit because, Zach, I think I'm going to Dakota and Stevenson. I like that you said that because I was thinking, I want to go to Eisenhower Lake Orion. Yeah, great. That's perfect. So back in your feed Saturday. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack Podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.